Hello, and thanks for listening into Commodity Conversations by the team at Mercado, the podcast bringing you up to date with the key trends and drivers of agricultural commodity markets. My name is Olivia Agar, and today we're focusing in on cattle markets, which have come off the boil a bit in recent weeks, but more particularly today, we're going to be talking about the Southern Wiener cattle sales, which will be here just before we know it. There is a lot of hype this year from the prices achieved at a few sales earlier on, but there's also a lot of questions on where the numbers are going to come from and whether there are actually going to be margins with prices at these levels. So Angus Brown, who you'll all know is one of our resident analysts, is jumping on the podcast today to talk about some of his recent price analysis and expectations for the Wiener sales. And then we have Andrew Hoskin, who has been a key buyer of Wiener cattle in the South and has a really great understanding of how season impacts and prices, as well as what sort of buyers will come in a particular year. So really looking forward to bringing you their insights today, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, Angus. It's great to have you on here today to talk about the upcoming Wiener sales in Victoria. Always very highly anticipated and you've just done some analysis this week on the pricing outlook on the Mercado website. And one of the things you mentioned was about last season's Wieners, where they really missed out on the cattle market rally that we've had this year. So can you give us a bit of a background as to what happened with last season? Yeah, so January seems like a, a long time ago, especially this year. So you would have thought that the cattle have been expensive all year, but they actually haven't. They started in January, not low, not historically low, but at not great levels compared to where we are now. So we've had a solid rise this year, but last January, I think you know, your wieners averaged around that 310 to 330, depending on weight. And one of the, the main differences we've seen this year is that there was no premium for lighter cattle last year. So the lighter wieners made the same money as the 400 kilo wieners. So that's something that's obviously changed dramatically since January. And, you know, the wiener sales we're seeing now and in December are, are vastly different. Having said that, prices last year were, weren't disastrous. They're still the third or fourth highest on record. So they were good, but they just, you know, they have missed out. That These Southern Victorian um, wiener guys, guys who produce wieners, they're pretty much the last ones who missed out on the um, on the price rise. So they'll be hoping the, the good prices stick around for another month or so. Yeah, yeah, it's only in hindsight after we had all that rainfall that they really looked very cheap in comparison. So pretty safe to say there's big pricing expectations for this season. How exactly do the wiener prices usually fare in relation to the Eastern Young Cattle Indicator, Angus? And where do you sort of see them landing this season? Historically, you know, in a good season, the wieners are at a, at a good premium to the EYCI and in a poor season, obviously, they're, they're um, not as high a premium. So I think last year, you know, tracking around that 12% premium to the Eki recent sales, so with the good rains in New South Wales, good season in New South Wales and even in Victoria and South Australia, um, we've seen premiums of around 30%, which is you know, well above... The, yeah, any record we've seen, I think in 2019, we're close to 20. So, so 30% is a great premium, but it will fluctuate around and and a lot with the winter sales depends on what happens between now and the first week in January in terms of rainfall in, in southeast Queensland and northern New South Wales. Yeah, so all hinging on that rainfall there. But 
What exactly are you thinking of for prices? What are we looking at for, for January if we do maybe get that wet rainfall for Queensland coming through? Well, that, the light awareness, they say under 300 kilos, they have been making recently up to 600 cents. There's been some quotes at 600 cents, which is, um, you know, 1800 bucks a head, so very good money. Um, but, you know, if we get those good rains with the big sales, you might expect an average somewhere in the yeah, 500 to 550 sort of range, up to 600 cents for the really light ones. Um, if we don't see the rain, I think maybe a bit lower, so maybe 450 to 500, still a record price for the worm sales, but yeah, just not the heady days, the heady prices we've been seeing in the last couple of months. That brings us to the big question on anyone that's buying mind is, is there actually going to be money in growing them out this season? As always, it, it depends. If your grass is cheap, which, you know, obviously if you've got plenty of it, it is, um, and prices hold. So that it, a lot of it depends on what happens with the, the feeder and the heavy cattle price. But, you know, if, you, if you're buying light cattle at 550 and same for better than $4 uh, as feeders, there's probably, you know, some money in that, over 100 bucks a head, up to 200 For the heavier cattle, obviously you hold them longer, but, you know, prices don't have to be as good. Um, and, you know, current prices, at current heavy cattle prices, although they've come off in the last week or so, still a dollar to be made in growing out cattle. And that's why people are paying these big prices that, you know, paying 16, 1700 bucks a head for wieners on the expectation they're going to get 19 to two grand back as feeders or as heavy steers. Historically, you know, before all these big price rises, two to $300 a head was considered a good margin. So, and we sort of seem to be coming back to that, um, back to that level. Big expectations for this year and it'll be interesting to see in a few weeks time how they're actually faring. So for anyone looking for the numbers, Angus has crunched those and they're on the Mercado website. I think the report was titled uh, Record Wiener Sales Are Given, but by how much? And look, we'll leave it there. And thank you, Angus, for coming on today. And after a quick break for this week's sponsor, we'll be back with Andrew Hoskin. Thanks for tuning in to Commodity Conversations. This week is brought to you by ProAdvice. ProAdvice offer tailored services to suit your accounting needs. They have a long history of working with farming families and they understand the day-to-day realities and challenges of farm life. Whether it be strategic and succession planning, improving your communication and decision making, or accounting services and business software solutions, ProAdvice will help your farm run more efficiently. Hop on their website or give them a call to find out more. So thanks for joining me on Commodity Conversations for a second time, Hosco. We've just heard from Angus there about the record price outlook for the upcoming wiener sale. And given your long history of understanding this type of cattle, we're really glad to have you on to talk about the supply and demand prospects for this season. Thank you, Olivia, and a pleasure to be on again. Thank you very much. Really like to get your thoughts on supply to start out with. In the areas that these wieners are coming from have done very well this season. The seasonal conditions have just been ideal for cattle and even more so than lambs because of all the rough feed. So what are you hearing for weights this year? Uh, I think uh, Victoria and uh, and the Riverina have uh, had a much improved season and the calves will present particularly well. Um, we're hearing quite significant numbers of uh, heavy calves, 400 plus. Um, 
I am hearing that uh, uh, quite a few of the of the people in the Western District will have had a pretty wet and uh, hard time of it at, at part of it, and there's quite a distinction in the drops of the carbs, uh, the bulk of them being outstandingly good, but there's also a little bit of a, a tail that is a bit weathered. Um, but by and large, that uh, uh, soon squares away with the quality of the breeding and, and the potential in them. So uh, uh, all in all, there's not many places you can go to across Australia and get the run of quality that you see out of the South. I don't think there'll be the numbers uh, over the last few years uh, with changing uh, calving periods and, uh, and changing land use. You're probably seeing the numbers back a little bit on what they were many years ago, but uh, at the same time, uh, they still have outstanding cattle and uh, they'll come forward and uh, um, I would think they'd be all uh, looking forward to January. And you said that weights will be on the heavier side of things this year. So what does that mean for the condition of the cattle and, and moving them about? Uh, so if I sit there and talk to people in the north about the calves in the south, uh, you know, the, the quality of breeding and everything is such that regardless of the season, uh, the bulk of the calves are generally in that 290 to 330 or 40 kilos purely on breeding and the country that they're off. And then you'll have the, the, the best end above and the tail below. In the really good seasons, you basically add 30 or 40 kilos across the board. And the poor seasons, like the drought, well, uh, you trim it 20 or 30 off. You will not go into the south and buy big licks of 200 to 250 kilo cattle that you might see on the coast or in parts of the north. Um, it just doesn't happen. Um, this year there'll be a wedge of uh, 400 plus kilo cattle uh, purely because they've had such a good season. Uh, I'll be very disappointed if uh, there's an increase in unweaned calves, uh, um, which we are hearing. Um, people aren't going to the trouble as much as they have been forced to to get northern support. We just can't truck them home and have them perform and uh, stay alive between BRD and various other things through the stress of the trucking and everything. The minute you try to put 600 plus kilos, kilometres onto the stock out of the south, they just start to pack it in and you run into a much higher propensity of health issues. So those that are weaned and handled properly will get added support from the north and particularly the feedlotters. Those that aren't, won't. Um, unfortunately, uh, right across Australia uh, in, in this year, the numbers are not there. Um, whatever happens and however your view is on the market and where it's heading, uh, there isn't a high volume of those uh, good quality cattle suitable to meet so many differing markets. So, uh, um, yeah, we'd like to buy cattle out of the south because they suit so many markets and uh, the quality is so good you're forced to compete to a certain extent uh, uh, where you can. Yeah, and we heard, Oscar, that there were quite a few lots sold early taking advantage of those higher prices. Do you think that's cut into much of the supply so far? Very traditional uh, Victoria, South Australia and the, and the South. Um, there'll always be calves that uh, people will aim towards markets. Um, I think the last 
10 years have seen uh, uh, between the, the trees and the change in, uh, in land use, uh, we've seen that e eaten into a little bit. There were most definitely quite a number of calves come uh, out pre-Christmas. Uh, certainly we got in amongst some of them um, and have, uh, you know, you've, you've been trying to take advantage of food. You've been trying to take advantage of the quality cattle that you can buy and truck. Um, yes, there will be an impact on numbers. Is it going to make huge differences? I don't think they were there to start with. Okay, so very tight going into this upcoming sale, but what about on the demand side? Actually, for some of our listeners that might not know, who are the usual buyers for these wiener cattle to start with? Oh, I think there's a number of differing um, uh, entities that break down the buyers and the demand quite uh, quite well. Uh, uh, obviously, I've lived in the north the last 20 or 30 years, but uh, worked in the south previously. Um, we'll compete and be down there each year because of the quality and the suitability to various markets. Um, this year, sort of, uh, we're coming out of one of the worst periods that any of us have ever seen. So many areas that are very, very good have got uh, um, grass in front of them um, and are looking to restock you know you can drive from uh, uh, from here to Darwin and there's plenty of empty paddocks you can drive from here to Wodonga or to Hamilton and uh, equally plenty of heavy pa uh, empty paddocks um, you know it's the restocking has been um, the big issue for everyone the last um, six months um, so at a price and uh, and a suitability uh, there'll be plenty of buyers that that's unquestioned it's a case of getting them home and uh, what the outlook is and what their target markets are um, you know people will just need to be careful there's been a real disconnect between the store market and the prime market uh, you know as to what margins in there but that's a reflection of the season but equally, what uh, the, the, the people, your listeners must be aware of is that there's quite large areas of Queensland that are very, very dry and uh, certainly aren't in restocking mode um, and parts of North and Northwest and New South Wales not dissimilar. As I said to you there previously, Gundawindi or west of there, I was talking to a gentleman and they've had 20 mils since uh, early June. So uh, they're sending cattle down to your neck of the woods uh, onto grass. Um, so uh, there's quite a significant variation uh, despite the media. Um, you know, some of the areas, Bathurst and through uh, Orange, uh, uh, Yeovil, that neck of the woods is just simply outstanding, but it's December, so uh, they need to uh, uh, keep things ticking and uh, keep it going. What will make a huge difference to those that take advantage of it will be we've seen some areas have record crops. Um, there'll be some cash come back into some pockets. There'll be some happy faces. And if those people decide to restock, be it lambs or cattle, uh, obviously uh, they always go harder when they've got a bit of money in their pocket than when they haven't. Um, so that's certainly going to augur well for the southern uh, uh, breeders. Um, and uh, we'll see what happens. What about the appetite from the north to purchase? Uh, I mean, a buyer is going to be prepared to step in at 400 cents plus? 
Oh, well, at this point in time, uh, the, the, the south and the north, there's probably been a little bit of a disconnect. The uh, northern cattle, uh, if you read Roma and uh, and uh, uh, Rockhampton, uh, Ch Chartist House and up through there, the store market's been very, very strong. Uh, any of the cattle that are suitable have been making plenty of money. Uh, um, the big difference is uh, what's been put into and what's being in the media as store cattle uh, in uh, the southern sales you know if you've got lanes and lanes of 400 kilo calves they're basically uh, more feedlot ready cattle than uh, uh, than uh, backgrounder type cattle you know like the fellows doing those are limited to a uh, um, to a uh, bullock or a or a grain outcome rather than any room left for them to background up and uh, do a job on uh, on them uh, as they stand yeah, okay. And something you mentioned last time you were on the podcast, Andrew, was the importance of consistency of supply into those niche and branded markets. So what sort of impact is that going to have on these sales coming up? Oh, I can only recommend to all of your listeners that if they've got carbs going into the sales in Section 9 of the NVD, uh, or what's this year's NVD, uh, next year I haven't seen one yet, but uh, um, in Section 9, if they are able to make sure they've got uh, uh, grain and antibiotic free um, there, the buyers may or may not utilise it, but uh, where the niche markets have been such a strong part of the landscape for the meat industry the last uh, couple of years, uh, uh, you're just opening yourself up to more buyers and more opportunities. So, uh, um, you know, properly weaned cattle that have been through a program, um, identify and provide the correct paperwork, opens you up to the most markets. And like uh, you can write more money for grass than spot uh, grain fed uh, uh, at the moment. Uh, if you're in a supply chain, well, yes, you write a little bit more, but uh, your real grass assured cattle have been selling very, very well for a long time. So if you're selling your wieners, make sure they're suitable and, uh, and available uh, um, for as many markets as possible for the next bloke, because he's your customer that's it opening yourself up to the best possible outcome so why wouldn't you do it and we haven't really touched on the heifers though in different years they're either very well sought after or some years very hard to sell and this year obviously they'll be very well sought after but what are you hearing about numbers and likely prices for heifers there won't be the numbers come forward like everywhere's uh, in a uh, in a rebuild or contemplating rebuild um, heifers continue to provide a pretty good opportunity for those fattening for the domestic and trade markets um, the right sort of cattle you can take through to the heavy markets at little discount um, and then throw in the uh, um, the uh, opportunity from a breeding perspective, like uh, uh, the reports on the heifer prices just at the moment with plenty of threes and low fours, I think provide a very good opportunity sort of uh, for any of the fatteners to take advantage of and go from there. I think heifers will sell very, very well. Um, I don't think you're going to see the impact of uh, live exporters that you've seen the last couple of years in the south but I think that's going to be more than taken up by uh, operators that uh, will work towards a trade and domestic market or um, look to rebuild and grow some numbers. 
Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Hosko, and for the insight you shared on the ground, and particularly about the northern buyers and what their appetite is and what sort of numbers we'll see coming through. So thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, no, absolute pleasure and all the very best to all the breeders uh, down there. I'm certain they'll have a great sale. Wean them, fill in your paperwork, make them available to as many markets and thank you very much. Some great final advice there from Hosco and some great insights on what we can expect from the upcoming weaner sales. And we've got our fingers crossed that this front that looks like it's coming through the northeast does bring the good stuff. Thanks for listening in. If you know any others selling or looking to buy some wieners, send them the link to today's episode and we'd love to hear what you thought of it. Until next time, have a great week. Thanks for listening to Commodity Conversations. This week was brought to you by Pro Advice. Audio production by David Myers.